welcome to episode 32 of Play to the Whistle podcast with myself, T-Dot. Um, obviously, let's do the introductions. I've got a happy Spurs fan with me. <laughs> already, oh, man. Already yes, what's, <laughs> what's going on, people? It's your boy, Patrick Tyron, a.k.a. Young Swaggy Daniels. When you see the T, you see the P. When you see the peanut represents tea. Let's go. <laughs> I like that, man. And obviously, for those that don't know, Patrick is um part of the Views TV. So he's going to be live at 9.30. Yeah, so exactly. After this one, peeps, if you're still just chilling out and like to listen to some more good content, jump straight over to Views, V-I-E-W-S, TV official. All, all one word, all spelt the same way, Views TV official. Uh, I'm on there with Semps and a few other guys and we talk all things football. It's called Everyone's a Pundit uh, and it's because literally we get different pundits on each week and we just chop it up and talk all things football. Yeah, yeah what's going on, boys? We've got, got our regulars here as well, man. Regulars, man, what are you saying? What's happening? What's happening? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're live. We're live now. We're live. We're live. So just started okay. up the episode, man. So, um, yeah, man, let's let's start from the top, man. I know everyone's dying to roast me, so let's go, man. <laughs> you got the yeah, you got the yeah, vest. Man, I, got, I got the vest, the Teflon's on, strapped up, ready. Oh, man. Got it there, what, man. What are you saying? Let's turn it around. What are you saying? Yeah, you yeah that, that's that? that's yeah, that's a better way of starting to be. Yeah, yeah. I think, in all honesty, looking back on it now, there's a few things in it. I think the first one for me, I know there's this whole thing about playing. Kepa, he's the cup goalkeeper, but if you want to win a trophy, put your better goalkeeper in the goal. That's the first thing for me. With Madsi and Chilwell not play that game, when for me, I would have put him in ahead of Alonso. A lot of people were raving on Twitter and all that afterwards about Aspiaqueta playing right wing back, Reese James at centre back. To me, that made a lot of sense because of Vardy and the pace and all of that. And to be fair, James done a good job there. But Werner... Werner, <laughs> you got Tammy Abe. So, by his logic, he put Kepa in. We wouldn't be in the FA Cup final if it wasn't for Tammy Abraham. Oh, did, you see, did you see um, his girlfriend's tweets? She was going, yeah, nuts. yeah. That's why I said earlier, he's yeah. done now. He's done, he was yeah, done yeah, anyway, she, but she was going mental. She's crucified him now. Yeah, she's, she's put the nail in the coffin. But in terms of the game, I thought Leicester, we started well. We started well. I thought we were, they were looking good in parts of the game, but. We we started well. I wouldn't say we got battered. I think we we had plenty. I think we had about thirteen shots, three on target. They had won the goal, but they deserved it, man. They deserved it. They dug deep. When Johnny Evans went off, you kind of thought, oh, we might actually do this. But then they they played well. They battled through and through. Shamichael was brilliant. Yeah. Two saves. The the save from Mount. The one from Chilwell, I think, as well. We just weren't defensively. We're good. Midfield, I was happy with. It was just the attacking going forward. Rudiger was taking shots from outside the box. Like, why are you doing that? It's the FA Cup final and you're taking shots from outside the box. Like, this that, is a preseason. That shows, like, that shows a frustrated team. Like, all jokes mm. aside, when players start doing that, you know their head's gone. Like, yeah, when yeah, you're not trying to build up and actually try and break your team down and just stick to your job. When you see people taking wild shots, like, especially DMs and centre-backs, you know you know the game's the gone. Game's gone. Mm. Yeah, game's gone. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I just man. think you lot need you you lot need a clinical striker. Obviously, everyone thought Werner was going to be that guy. But saying that, because obviously, being a Spurs fan, I watched Werner closely over the last couple of years, especially when we had them in the Champions League mm. uh, groups. And I was I was never really that impressed with Werner. 
And I've said it to a lot of people and they was like, no, nah, no, nah, he's a killer. He's a gunman. He's this, he's that. I said, I'm not really convinced, man. And then obviously mm. him coming over, I know it's his first season, so we can't be too harsh, but... Yeah, can't be critical, man. Too critical. Yeah, but I agree, though. I've said it on here before that he's not He's not the he's answer. Not, yeah, he's not the answer. He's not. He's not. He's he's someone like, if you want someone to rotate with, he's almost like a second striker, backup guy, cool. But he can't be your num- out-and-out number nine. He's not good enough to be that. Mm, I agree, um, man. Let so. me let me let me give it give everyone their chance to roast anyway. Let, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll wait and see how the season finishes, man. No, but, no. Um, no, I think I think with the starting lineup, I was a bit surprised. To be fair, I thought it was a bit too cautious from Chelsea. Um, I didn't think. I think the switch because he switched. They they didn't start like that, did they? Reece James started as right wing back, then he switched because of Vardy. Or did they start like that? I think, I think for the majority of the game, it was only for the first couple of minutes or so that he was playing right wing back. Yeah, because I, I felt even that, that there was nothing going down that side until he brought on Hudson-Odoi. I know yeah. Luke, Luke Thomas is a young boy. I know he's coming to the team. He's done well for Leicester, but they didn't even really test him like, at all until... Like, when did he bring on Hudson-Odoi? The last 10 minutes. Yeah. That was another thing. That was another thing I was going to mention. Sorry, that and, uh, them subs were stupid. Like the subs that he made were stupid. He had Werner on so the eighty second minute. He hadn't done know, anything. You know what? Usually yeah. Tuchel's got it right. Like so far, he's been. It's like a stroke of genius. Him coming in, obviously, he's elevated you lot from tenth to comfortably sitting in the top four. He's got you to a Champions League final. Got you to FA Cup final. He had pretty much done no wrong until Saturday. Saturday. No, no Thursday. Thursday. Arsenal. Oh yeah, Arsenal. Shit, yeah, I forgot mm. about that. Yeah, that was a that was a shocker. That mm. was a shocker as well. I, I think you lot didn't take Arsenal seriously, to be fair, and mm. um, it came back to bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I know their goal was a bit of a comedy at Evers or whichever, but you lot didn't really show much to get back in that game anyway, did you? And then mm. um, I thought, cool, you'll you'll go at it. But you know what? I think Tuchel almost got rushed with that Guardiola thing where. In finals, they go too crazy. It's like they overthink things and overdo it. Instead mm, of keeping yeah. it simple and doing what got you there, uh, doing what got you there, they start mixing it up. Like, like you said, Tammy should have played. When you start mixing centre backs and right wing backs and right backs, yeah, it's, it's it's just, just complicate something that yeah. doesn't need complicating. You didn't need to do that. Just keep it. Mm. But sometimes when you're in the finals, you just kind of, you know, what I mean, you get a bit. Yeah, it's a bit mad. So that that I, that's what I, killed you. I agree with what you said as well. At the start about the. Not starting Shilwell because Shilwell's more not just that he's quicker than Alonso, he's more aggressive. Like when he mm-hmm. makes his forward runs, he, he makes them with intent. There's aggression behind them runs, even obviously the disallowed, like with the disallowed goal. And as soon as he came on, he made a massive difference. But I think that that was the main thing I noticed watching that game was like both wing backs, they were just too cautious. They were more worried about like what was behind them. Yeah, like, what's going on behind. behind. Yeah, 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 and if any actual got behind rather than just like. Oh, we're like you know, we're Chelsea, and we can actually win this game. Like, do what they're supposed to do, and mm-hmm. then they would have won the game. But that happens sometimes in in finals, man. Like, players get nervous. Like, they're yeah. not used to like playing at that stage and playing at that level. And finals, they're they stem games in a season, man. They're completely different to most other matches, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I just saw like not just Chelsea, but even with Leicester as well. There was a lot of nerves. Um. Because even in Iniacho weren't himself. Yeah, the way he, was lately. he was. He was, he was clumsy, was, isn't it? He was clumsy. Yeah, he's clumsy. Yeah. He's bouncing yeah. off him. Yeah, like, he's not usually like that. And I feel like that was there was nerves on both sides. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I just felt like the yeah the decisions and the changes that he made to the team. But if he just started with the with a bit more intent, a bit more attacking intent, I think they would have got it over the line. What, but I said what? to you, like, but same thing I said last week as well. Like I wouldn't have started Werner in any of these big games. That's what I said when we was recording last week. Oh, okay, it? okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because who, who would you have, who would you have started? Like I said last week, Pulisic, Mount, and um, Havertz. I feel though I feel as though Havertz, you could play into him. It can stick off him. Players can run off him, and it's a bit more fluid. And they they create more chances when they're together. Whereas I feel like when Werner's on the pitch, it's just all like it's just all direct and like let's just try and like pull it in behind for him to run onto. Mm-hmm. And and his confidence is 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 obviously low at the moment as well. So yeah, it's I true. Have, I think like for finals, you just need guys that are on form and guys that are playing well. So that's that, that's what, that's what I was saying when we recorded last week. I wouldn't have even started him. I'd bring him on for an impact, but I don't. I, I wouldn't have had him in from the start if it was like me personally. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Kieran, what are you saying? Because I know you inside. I can hear you laughing away, man. I can hear <laughs> you. Know, it, man. You know, no, I'm only I'm only laughing at. Um, I'm not really, really laughing because I think we were saying just literally before we came on there. How many finals have, have United lost to Chelsea? Jesse will know this as well. Just sit through. Uh, Patrick will know this as well. It's not yeah, fun yeah, losing yeah. the final. It's horrible. Uh, it's not, like, especially the, the one 0 ones. It's not. It's not. It's not. So it's not even that I'm laughing. It's just you know, Renner. <laughs> no, because I think I agree with the Werner stuff. I think I like him as a player, but he's a, he's a contradiction to the way that Tuchel wants to play. Mm. You got a lot of passes in there. He's a direct player. I think mm. you already highlighted it. I would have started Giroud or Abraham personally. I feel, and I think as soon as Johnny Evans came off, and this comes back to what you were all saying anyway, Tuchel needed to be aggressive in those changes. He's their talisman. He's their leader. And he had to come off in an FA Cup final where you got the fans back. Mm. That was, that was. I think it was five subs you could have made yesterday, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. I would have changed, I would have, I would have just gone, like what Jesse was saying, just be more aggressive. But as soon, and this has been the issue, I know we'll probably talk about Liverpool a bit later, but when you've got an unsure defence, you need to bring on like a, a lieutenant, someone who knows that game in and out, that's going to pull those defenders all over the place. And obviously, Werner wasn't really that guy. And it was just a bit, it was too little, too late. Chilwell came on, obviously. It was, got all, the goal. It was all late. Them subs were, yeah, like I said, Giroud came on 82 minutes. Like, you watch Chelsea all the time. Does he usually make his subs that late, or do you think the no, nerves are him as well? Yeah, yeah, one thing, nerves. yeah, yeah. One thing he's done a lot is there's times where he's changed it at half time, or he's mm. he's done it like 60 minutes into the game, which is understandable because you're giving that player enough time to make an actual impact. But to bring off Werner, then he should have brought him off at like the hour mark and then mm. gave Giroud a good half an hour, or whoever half an hour to actually try and change the game because. At that point, we were at panic stations. We were just throwing everyone in yeah, front. Yeah, everyone was in the box. It was just panic stations. And then obviously yeah. the Chilwell one, the goal, it was offside. Like People say that it wasn't and just that it was offside. So it's offside. It was, you got to chalk that off. It's the, it's the first thing I thought when it went in. I was thinking, he, made, he looked, he looked Sil- offside. Silver held the ball for like half a second too long. Yeah. And that you was the problem. No, I, thought, I thought it was a good goal, to be fair. I thought, that was I a good goal. I was like, oh man. And I thought, yeah, Chelsea are going to go on to win this now. Like Leicester, yeah. if that stood, Leicester would have crumbled 100%. Yeah, yeah. But you see it. Yeah, yeah. They were crumbling. They were, yeah, they, they, were, they were going before that. The horses were going before that. Yeah, exactly. Like, that that would have killed them. That would have killed yeah. them off. But, but I feel like, do you know what's mad that 
I don't know if it felt like it was offside yeah, or the fact that we're so used to VAR now <laughs> that you kind of just don't like know if in that the makes moment. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't celebrate. Like, I, I didn't celebrate. I, I watched it. <laughs> no, not even in a bad way, but they, they genuinely thought, let's get the ball back to the halfway line and try and win this. That VAR was not in their minds. No, they'll do knee slides, bro. They'll do knee slides. Yeah, but if you were nuts, in the final, that's what you're gonna do, isn't it? Like, yeah, you're not yeah, gonna I'm not, not criticising, really but I'm saying I could see as a watching it, I was thinking that's got to go to review. But the play, like you saw, Reese James punch up the camera, like, like those players <laughs> generally thought that was a goal. Oh, you know, like when Shill was doing knee slides, yeah, Chilwell was going nuts. But you know what's mad? Imagine you think you just scored an equaliser, the last kick of the game near oh, no. enough you're not going to go oh you know let me just go back to the yeah, no, no, you're, you're at Wembley no, you're gonna, you, no it's legit they, they, yeah. the, the, you the, mean? the players were legit yes emotions you go mad yeah, you would yeah, go yeah, mad and all the fans and all that but of course I think that's, that's the madness of VAR though isn't it like when you saw mm. like all the Chelsea fans go nuts in there then when it mm. got overturned you just had all the Leicester fans like celebrating like they scored yeah, like, but that was yeah. good that was a good thing to see no it was it was it was it was it was mad but like that was definitely good, especially the goal. When when he mm. scored and you could just hear all the fans in the stadium, it, it felt weird, like, because mm. we've not had it all season, innit? What, I know. What a goal, by the way. What a goal. Yeah, that top, goal. Top, yeah. Out of nowhere. Top bins. But yeah, this yeah. is... I still don't get why keepers died with the wrong hand. I still don't get it. Yeah, yeah that was his mistake. Like, if he dies with his right hand, he gets that, man. Like, I don't know. Just... I think... Yeah, he does. I, like, it does. Uh, it was... It was... It was in the pocket. Like it was nah, bins. He could save that. I don't, he could nah, save that, man. And it's so many times. It. It's not just Kepa. A lot of keepers doing. I always wonder why don't you just dive with your proper hand? It's a but, weird. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, man. I, I don't get it. Mendy would save I don't that. Know. I feel uh, like I could the put mistakes... my house on that. Mendy would save that. Mm. I, I don't know, man. I feel like when it's in the pocket side, I don't think many keepers are going to save them. But the mistake's not even there. It's before that, and it's like. No, I want, everyone be, backed off him. You can't give Tillemans that go. time. Yeah. He's, he's playing. Well. He's playing centre mm. mid, and he's got. Mm. He's in acres of space. Like where is? Like where are your centre mids? Mm. Why didn't one? You're playing a back three. One of them has to come out and be aggressive. That's the whole point of a back three. It gives you that assurance. One of you to beat. Sheffield yeah. United had just beat Everton one 0 Yeah, one 0 man. That was a good goal as well. Good goal. Yeah. Very good goal. Debison as well. Debison. Everton are crumbling, boy. They are, they are. But um, that's, that's what I'm saying. For the goal, when you play a back three, it allows one of the centre-backs to step out and be aggressive. So if the, mm. if the midfield's not going to approach that, Tillman... That was what Silva should have done. Yeah, one of the centre-backs has to be, because you, you can do mm. that, because there's three of you there. But It was Silva's job. I, saw it, was job. I just had a feeling he was going was gonna to hit it. Really? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think anything no, of it, did. to be fair. Yeah, because there was nothing else on, really. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, there's too yeah, much yeah. space, and it's like, and he's and he's done that before. Yeah, so it's not, not like he's got previous for scoring from yeah. outside the box. Yeah. So that's why I didn't understand why he Boy. wasn't pressed. But I thought it was a great strike. I'm not going to blame no goalkeepers for that. If it goes in, man, there. I'm not blaming Kepa, but I just, mm. it always irks me when I see stuff like that. Because I'm like, if you go with your proper hand and you're, you, you've got that extra, like... Gives you a chance, isn't it? Yeah, it gives you a chance. Yeah. I mean, they're taught but, to dive like that. It's weird. I don't know, but... but when you say when you say the wrong hand, what do you, do you mean like... Because you know, go like, with his right hand, you it, but yeah, because if he goes, with, he goes with his left hand, which is like opposite to the to where the ball is. So if you go with your right hand, you've got that extra stretch and tip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got that extra, mm. like I don't know, half a hand to to tip it over the bar. Mm. So uh, to um, be to be fair, I don't know, but I'm I'm imagining maybe the left covers a bit. You can go a bit higher with the left. I, I don't know, but 
I, I feel I feel a bit I'd feel bad for judging keepers for not saving a strike like that. If it was like kind of your near post from an angle or it was a bit like Henderson during the week, yeah. then I could say, yeah, you could criticise the keeper, but I thought it was just a good strike, good yeah. goal. I was it's made up I was made up for Leicester though because I think they deserved it. You could see what it meant to them as well. They yeah. wanted it more than Chelsea. Let, let's be real. I was gonna, that's the next thing I was going to say. I felt like they turned up a bit... No, I don't want to say big time here, yeah, but they kind of turned up as if it was already done. Mm. Like, oh, it's Leicester. We're going like, to... Who, Chelsea? Yeah. It was a bit laboured the way... I don't think yeah, that. It was I don't too, think it we turned up like we 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 played well the first half. Like we didn't sit back and just invite pressure. We played well. We played football. The only thing we didn't do was create take our chances. That was it. I don't think. No, we... no, no. You can you can you can play. You can. I don't think. I think you played better once you went goal down. Like I think a lot of it was slow, like a bit lethargic with the ball, mm. and they was trying to also force it a bit too much when they're going long. But I thought you played a lot better once some of the changes came on. And once you went a goal down, speed of the play. Yeah, I, don't think we, I don't think we increased. went into the game thinking we were going to like just walk it like a walk in the park. Remember, it's Leicester. This is the Leicester that's two seasons. No, I'm, I'm back, just back I'm now. just talking about the players. I'm talking about how the game started and how it was like first thirty minutes, first like first half. It was quite slow. Yeah, but you can't you can't do that against Leicester because it's Leicester. People see Leicester and think that they're, they're they're rubbish or whatever, or they're not they're not as good as other teams in top four, but they are. We've got we've got to start looking at them as a, no no. A team I do. I'm just I'm just no. I know no, you no, do. I respect them. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Like I'm just I'm just saying. That I don't. No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I don't think we were laboured at all. I think we I think we played the the game that we needed to. The wrong thing was that we didn't have the right players to do to what we needed to do. That was all. That was all it was. I don't think we we were like laboured. No, no. Fair enough. But, but I, I, I did notice a um, distinct like increase in intensity once you went a goal down. But yeah, but that, I think that's natural. When you go a goal down, you got up. You got up things. You got up it, and yeah, and, other team will drop off. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah man. I think but, last thing I'll say is I think um, Schmeichel does well as well. He makes the I think from Mason Mount he makes a save. He was commanding. He, he, he I think he also. So I, I agree. I think. I don't know what the mindset Chelsea was. I, I think outside of Tillman's um, shot, there wasn't a great deal that, that Leicester did, didn't take the chances. But That's I think the only the shot they had on target. Good. That was yeah. the shot on target. So they took it well. You only need one shot. And you can't begrudge them. Mm. And, and it's, it's a nice story as well, you know, mm. um, for, a lot, for a lot of them players, the, the owner, everything that they've been through, the, you know, so good for them, you know. Um, and it, it keeps it, it, it just, it keeps it interesting and all that stuff about Super League. This is this is why obviously you want passion. You want it competitive, yeah, because you mm. can have a you can have a story like this. You know what I mean? So I think I think we should leave the FA Cup anyway because I've been speaking about it for twenty four hours now. My head's hot <laughs> already again. And Pat, Patrick's got his Tottenham shirt on anyway. So let's go. Let's move over to, to Tottenham, man. Let's 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 leave Chelsea alone, man. Mm. Give give us the rundown, Patrick, man, because obviously you you lot had a good win today. Uh yeah, is a. I was quite scared going into today's game because um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but the last, I don't know, four or five games, the home team has never won. It's always been the away team. Yeah, they're like our bogey team. Every year we play them, obviously expecting to win. And they always beat us. So I was like, oh, here we go again. And obviously at business end of the season, I know top four is done, but we still want to finish as high as you can. Potentially mm. finish six, you know, at least finish strong. I was a bit worried. But as the game started, to be fair, we were comfortably in control. But as the goal wasn't coming, like we hit the post, 
the keeper was making loads of saves. I was thinking, oh, fuck, it's going to be one of those days. Do you know what I mean? But we scored just before half time. They were showing, it was a weird one because they were showing something and all of a sudden the camera panned to Kane and he's through and he scores. And I was like, wow. Yeah, I know that's that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, they was waiting, Connor Cody, oh, Connor Cody's done this, Connor Cody's done that. And Commentator's cursing it. Yeah, the camera panned and came through, <laughs> touches it past the keeper, doesn't fall over and he scores. I'm like, wow, what's going on? So then, um, so again, as you guys said, with the whole VAR thing, I didn't even celebrate at first because I, like, I didn't see the builder. I didn't know what had happened. So then when mm. I saw that it was a good goal, I was like, okay, cool. We're going in 1-0 up. And then from there, I felt comfortable. I didn't really feel threatened. Traore is a problem, though. When he's running at you, oh, my God. Like, he's, yeah, he's scary, isn't it? Like, if his decision-making was just that little bit better, he would be, be, a, he would be a killer. Yeah, yeah but he's he's scary when he's running at you because like, you just see all the players just backing off. They don't know what to do. No one wants to commit because he's so fast and powerful. Um, but yeah, going back to the game, it was a, it was a good win. It leaves us, obviously, if we win our games, then we probably finish six. Um, if other teams drop points, we might nick fifth. But it's just a bit of a shambles, really, when you look at the whole season as a whole. Um, compared to, you know, the amount of points that we dropped from winning positions, we would have just dropped half of those. We'd be in the top four comfortably. So, yeah, so we've only got ourselves to blame. It's not like we, you know, we stunk up a lot of games as well. Obviously, at the moment as well, even Gary, Gary Neville made a good point. He goes, this team just needs some direction now. We need a manager to come in and actually lead us because, yeah, you got we got good players, obviously, in attacking third, but there's just no, there's no leadership. We don't know what we're doing, innit? These guys can obviously, Son and Kane can always score a goal. Bale can turn up now and again, but there isn't no patterns of play. There's no cohesion. There's no real team spirit in, in the Tottenham team at the moment. So, you know, we're good enough to beat teams like Wolves or wherever on our day, but against the better teams, you're going to struggle if you don't have actual identity. Uh, so can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who would you want in next as your next manager? I would have said Brendan Rodgers. I'd still say Brendan oh. Rodgers. Or I'd say Ten, Ten Hag. I did. I mean, my first choice was Nagelsmann before, obviously, the whole Bayern Munich. Mm. And, you know, he's done. That's a done deal. He's gone to Bayern Munich. So, obviously, he's out of the picture. So I would ideally still say Brendan Rodgers or Ten Hag. I don't but know. Ten, Ten Hag just signed the deal, didn't he? No, well, he actually didn't. They just they just triggered the extension. So oh, what I did is that he's got like a one year extension which mm. they triggered. So I still think if the if the money's right, they're letting go. Mm. But again, you know, who knows? Um, I don't know how much we're gonna have to pay for that. I know Brendan Rodgers is on ten million a year, but even for Brendan Rodgers, I think for him. Is he? Oh. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers on ten million a year, man. They look after him, man. Leicester money's good, isn't it? Ten I know. Leicester, Leicester are really showing that ambition now, man. They're really you, like, pushing on. Do you think you'd leave Leicester off the I back do. of yesterday I as well? I, I think so. I think if a bigger team come in for Brendan Rodgers' own ambition and for him to push on, I do think at some point he will leave as well. I don't mm. think he's going to stay there forever. I'm not saying. I do think like. I mean, I don't think it will but be Tottenham. Are you? I was going to say. Do you? Or Man United, whoever. I think if a bigger team come in for Brendan Rodgers, he will leave. I can't see him staying at Leicester for, for you know, I mean, I could be wrong. He might stay there and build because he is building something there. Mm. But also, I do feel for his ambition and for him, what he wants to do, maybe he might look at it like, I need to step up as well. I don't know. But, I think um, I think, I think he's, he's really clever. And I've, I don't think he's going to, I think we were talking about this last week, but I don't think he's going to go mm. to a club that's in, that's not set up properly and and yeah. without a good structure and without the, the the budget to buy what he needs and also to be backed properly and given the time to do what he wants to do and 
I look at Arsenal's situation and they're in turmoil at the moment and I don't feel as though Spurs have to set up that Leicester have at the moment, even if Spurs are a bigger club or, you know, considered a bigger club. I don't think their structure and setup is as good as Leicester's at the moment. So I personally, I don't see him swap. And especially if they get in the top four, he's going to want to see out that Champions League campaign. So I don't see him leaving if they get top four this season anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, uh, everything you said spot on. If they get top four, then he probably will stay. And also, like you said, the setup at Leicester is A1 in terms of their recruitment is amazing. Um, they seem to, obviously, Brendan Rodgers seems to identify what type of player he wants, what type of profile player, and they go and get that. And then, obviously, he's a great manager because he also coaches his players and makes them better. But mm-hmm. they also have a real good mix of young players, old players, players coming through. So, to be fair, yeah, he's, he's got a system as well. there. Yeah, the system there is, 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 is spot on. So, I agree with you. Unless the deal is amazing, I can't see him really leaving anytime soon. Um, but in, in terms of, so, in ter- other than the managers you just said, mm. do you look at maybe like a Potter? Do you I've look always, at, funny enough, look at if I'm how like, any of Patrick those loves him though, man. Yeah, Patrick's I, a big I, fan like, of Potter. T, man. T, T dot will know, t- even yeah, yeah, before he was even mentioned, I was saying that Graham Potter low key. Yeah, could be, yeah I, I think he's I a think good he's, manager. I saw the way, man. Yeah, I think what he's done there, I know people are, oh, he's taken Brighton from 17th to 17th and this and that. But if you look at what he's yeah. done and the style of play that they play with, the fact that he brings players through, if Brighton had a finisher, they would be in the top half of the table. 100%. And you know what's mad? What you just said, Patrick, yeah? I was one of those people, yeah? But do you know why? It's because I was upset, yeah, that they yeah. got rid of Hewton, innit? But apart from yeah. that, yeah, he has improved the style of play. Yeah. They create loads of chances. Yeah. And they've brought in good players there as well. Yeah, yeah. I they don't even have the best players to play the way that they're playing. I think you have to credit the manager. No, 100%. I think, again, I think he's someone that's his tip for the top. I don't, again, we may not go for him, but I really feel a, a bigger team should grab him while they can yeah. because he's a good manager. And uh, I know, obviously, Graham Potter, Brighton, it doesn't sound that great, does it? But if you actually take take the name off the, the label and look at him as a manager, what he's done there, he's a good manager. Man. He, needs, and, he uh, needs a step up, I think. Yeah, 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 he needs to him. test himself yeah. at the next level. So I think he's a good manager. So yeah, Jess, um, I would, it wouldn't be, the thing is, it's a weird one because as much as I rate him and I like him, if we got him, would I be happy? I don't know. That's the problem. So even me, even though I rate him, I'm still stuck in that mindset like I would have wanted a bigger name. But then sometimes when you look at the bigger names, they're kind of like... always work, man. Yeah, they've been through the system as well. Just like they've Josie. Been, yeah, it's like a and cycle of... And, and when, you, when you got Poch, Poch wasn't a big name. I know, I know. That's so, the whole thing. Good, so, good point. Yeah, good point. Mm. It was pretty much where Potter is now. Yes, Southampton yeah. were obviously a bit better. But it was a bit better standard of players, but yeah, exactly. He but wasn't a name much, either. Yeah, he wasn't a name either. So yeah. that's a good shout. So um, yeah, I've also shouted out uh, Ralph Ragnick, but I know he's a bit older now. He's more probably better suited for a director of football. But in terms of his style of play, Jurgen Klopp, Hassan Hootel, um, I was going to say Hassan Hootel. Would you take him? Nah, I'm not sure about him. You know, after the thing what, about the nines, yeah, exactly. The two, the two nine nils or nine ones, whatever. They they've really put a big. They're going to hold him forever, aren't they? Yeah, and then also. That Southampton are a weird one. They had a really good start to the season. Then they've had a stink first. I know they got to the semi-finals of the FA Cup, but if you actually mm. look at the league form, it's been atrocious. Mm. I know they've won a couple of games. So I'm not sure about him. You know, I think he's a decent manager. Don't get me wrong, but for mm. Spurs, probably not. Not right now. And even mm. like the, 
they, this, they've linked Scotty Parker to us. Again, I think Scott Parker's got something about him, but right now, no way. No, no it's way. too early no, for him, man. It's too, yeah, early too early for him. We, we were talking about um, Rafa Benitez. It'd be interesting. Like, what, if, if, if he rocked up, so I think he's available now. What, yeah, what about... it's a good I just don't know where, with Rafa, I don't know if his motivation would still be there. If he mm. was like, don't get me wrong, obviously his credentials are amazing. He's a good manager, but I'd also probably, I'd probably want someone a bit younger and maybe a bit hungrier. I think with Benitez, I'm not sure if he'd be doing it. I think oh, he'd be man. good, you know, because I think no, he'd, I steady think... The, he'd steady the ship. He'd, he'd do what needs to be done there, like get rid of all that deadwood yeah. players that are there now. He'd get rid of all a lot of them. He's a proper football man as well. So mm. I think if he takes a job, I think he takes it with 100% commitment. Uh, yeah, like, that's it. And he, that's he will put everything yeah. into it. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't question his desire or hunger if he got the job. Okay. But he's one of the managers, not like Jose, but he, he needs everything to be the way he wants it to be. Mm. So that's the only, like, that could be the only issue. But if he got everything he wanted and he had control of the things that he wanted, and he got he could bring the players in that he wanted. I think he could do a good job at Spurs. But do you reckon but he'll get he, that with the owner that's there now, though, as well? No, that's no, a massive, yeah. massive gamble. No, and to that, take. But that's and that's the problem. And it'll be interesting to see who the next manager is. Yeah, I know it really will be because until until our infrastructure changes, i.e., Levy either gets out or he steps away from footballing decisions. We're fucked, and it's going to be the same revolving cycle. No matter how good the manager is, no matter how good he looks on paper, mm-hmm. no matter what his past CV is, if Levy's coming in and making every single decision, you know, being an arsehole with transfers, making things difficult for the manager, basically picking his players, you know, yeah. making sure the guy's working with his hands tied behind his back, it's really the same old same, and it just becomes the same eighteen month cycle, and then the guy gets chopped, and then we just go back and back and back. So. Yeah, you're right. Until Levy either steps away or, you know what I mean, lets the managers actually have some control. That's why we, I think we really need a director of football. Um, somebody that literally is that middle man and pretty much... Because recu- our recruitment is poor. Our recruitment is piss poor. When's the last time we've picked up a gem or somebody that we didn't know and he's come through and, 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 and shone? I know we picked up Hoiberg, we picked up this player, that, but they're all people that we already we all knew, we all mm. saw. But if you're looking yeah. at Leicester... And other teams, they're picking up gems, guys you've never heard of, and they're coming in and doing bits. Do you know what I mean? And I think our recruitment is poor, man. And again, that's a problem. Yeah, because I, I, I think we spoke about that last week on the pod. I feel as though Poch came, Poch wanted a back four pretty much. He wanted defenders. Yeah. Jose wanted defenders. They have complete different styles of play, but it's still the same problem. Exactly. And I think that's I think that's Spurs' main issue. I, I When I look at the rest of the team, I like the rest of the team. There's enough there to to challenge for yeah. trophies and to get Champions League. But I feel as though the defenders, like if you could only get one signing, I feel like you need a centre back. hundred percent. And if and you look at it's shambolic. I mean, we were linked to we were linked to Ruben Diaz. Uh, we were messing about. We didn't put. The yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, messing so, about yeah. with the messing about with the money. Exactly, crazy. And look what he's gone on look to do. Done, yeah. Scrinia as well wasn't playing for Inter Milan. He wanted to leave. We were messing about. He ended up staying. Obviously, he ended up being a rock for them. They went on, on to win the Serie A this year. There's so many defenders that we've been linked to that were quality. And then in the end, no disrespect to Roden because he's actually come in and been good when he's played. But we ended up getting Joe Roden on transfer deadline day. I was like, who? Who the fuck's this? I'd never heard of him. I can't even lie. Nobody was like, oh, yeah, he's a championship defender of the year last year and blah, blah, blah. 
but I'd never heard of the guy. And then mm. he's come in. The thing is, he's actually looked good when he's played. I still don't understand how Dyer started ahead of him after the mistake, thing. after yeah. week, after week. Because he's mates the manager now. Yeah, there you go. Like, Harry Winks has somehow crept back into the fold. I'm like, mm. what the fuck is going on there? So, yeah, man. Um, You're right. Though. I was going need... to speak about that, actually, because... I watched the game and I thought obviously the team played well and mm. I thought Lacelso and Hoiberg played well together. Yeah. Um, but what, well, yeah, what's your thoughts on like that situation with Dembele and Mason? And I just don't get it, man. I don't get it unless something's happened behind the scenes. I just don't understand how and Dembele's not. A, he's not getting into the starting lineup. Cool, that's one thing. But how is Harry Winks always coming on first now? And and Dembele's either getting ten minutes or he's not playing at all. So it's really like. I mean, the thing is, with the Harry Wink situation, when he first came through, I thought he was going to be like our lit, pretty much our Iniesta. He was so promising to begin with. You know, he looked mm. like he was doing all the right things in the middle, was a great recycler of the ball, could spray a pass, break up play, blah, blah. But as things have gone on, you can see he's not he's not the answer, man. And not I don't developing. Think, yeah, he's. I don't think he's a good player, to be fair. He's mm. just, he's not good enough to be at any top six, even a top 10 for him team. But how has he wow. crept back in now? And is he playing before your likes are end on ballets? Your likes, yeah, it's confusing, man. So I, again, I think it's just the mates rates thing because these boys with with Mason, those guys are, are getting a run. And to be fair, that's pretty much what you have. Sorry, gone, gone, gone. No, because I, I like I, when I watched it today. I like Lacelso. Mm. I like him at centre mid. I, I know you didn't buy him to be a centre mid, but. I don't know. I was trying to work out why maybe he's not playing in Dombele. And when I see Lacelso and Hoiberg, maybe in there he just wants two touch. Maybe he just wants it a bit more simple, and he doesn't yeah. want many touches in there. And he's because some managers they like they're really cautious with their centre mids. They don't want any expression in there, innit? To be to be honest, and I don't know if you if you agree with that or not. No, I do. I, I, think, I think probably that's what it is because, you know, obviously Ndombele brings something different and he is, he likes to get on the ball. Obviously, he can pirouette, twist and turn, pick a pass, do something yeah. completely different. The thing is, he's so different to everyone else in the Premier League and even at Spurs. But you're right. Some managers don't like that. They just want one, two, boom, one, two, boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep it simple, rotate, keep it simple. Because so I, I like Ndombele. If, if yeah. I, like, I like the way he plays, isn't it? I would yeah, play him. Same. But... Same. I'm wondering whether it's just a cautious like safety thing because a lot of like especially when you play a two a lot of managers don't want any risk in there at all yeah. and, and maybe that's not... I think it's the same with Jose that's why he's playing him like in the 10 rather than like playing him in the two and if you look kind at Ryan of... Mason and what kind of player he was he was exactly your question so I, I, yeah, exactly. I totally agree with you I think that's pretty much what it is so I've got, um... I've got one final question because I know you need to leave us yeah, yeah. shortly um so my, my my last question is, what can you see Tottenham doing next season and what will it take to get whatever the achievement is that you, you know think? What? It's a great question, but it all depends on who we bring in, man. Until mm. we know who the manager is, I can't really answer it. I let's, know, say it's one of, let's say it's one of the ones that you've just reeled off doing. Then, then hopefully we push on for the top four. But like Jess is saying, we need a real quality centre-back because right now our centre-back options are not really where they need to be. Um, I think, to be fair, I think we need two good centre-backs and a right-back. I think if we get those, then we could push on. So it depends who we bring in as a manager. Uh, and then we need, we definitely need to show up the defence. And then hopefully, no way, obviously, will we challenge for the league. But ideally, you'd want a nice cup run or two. And then um, at least a fight for the top four spots. Because mm. um, uh, obviously, we, we fell away this year. The thing is, this year, we were in all of that. But we just fell away at the last hurdle. So, yeah, a bit, a bit, a bit of... um. 
solidify in the defence and then we can hopefully push on. Because, you know, Chelsea will be better. Man United will be better. Obviously, Man City will always strengthen. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at Leicester, they'll probably be better. So there's a lot of teams, man. There's a lot of teams, yeah, man. So, yeah. Yeah, man. No, I hear that, man. Uh, but but um, like I said, I know you gotta you gotta go and do your your thing. But um, <laughs> obviously, I appreciate one, you jumping on. Uh, yeah. Um, well, ideally, if you ever start a bit earlier, then I can obviously jump on and you know, have to rush. Yeah, off yeah, yeah. No, understandable. But um, obviously, just tell the people views yeah, views so, TV um, man. Give yeah, that so, that so that it's Patrick, half it's nine. Patrick, it's Patrick Tyron. Um, Patrick Tyron, all one word. Uh, but the 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 podcast is views tv official it's called everyone's a pundit and it's pretty much as the as it says on the tin everyone's a pundit we invite different people from different teams on and we just chop it up and talk football so all of you guys i'm gonna shout you lot add you on twitter you lot are more than mm-hmm. welcome to jump on whenever you want as well so we're but yeah so but the basis of the uh, of the show is you've got me a spurs fan we've got jason who's an arsenal fan and semps the host he's man united so obviously you've got three big teams and then we just get different people on so this week we've got a chelsea fan on Obvious reasons. And Frankly, it's not me, so it's all right. I can, I can chill, man. And then, yeah, to my bed we, we just sit down and chop it up, man. So it's a good show. So yeah, if you lot are free afterwards, just jump on. And like I said, I'll be yeah, shouting all of you guys to uh, jump on in the uh, coming weeks as well. Yeah, definitely, man. So yeah, yeah, man, yeah boys. Thanks, thanks for having me on it. Appreciate man. that, Patrick. Yeah, thanks man. for coming appreciate on, man. It, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Talk to you lot in a bit, cool, yeah? Cool, Yeah, man. Appreciate it, Patrick, man. See you later. Cool, cool. Okay. Three men saying we taking on Liverpool. Liverpool, game. Liverpool, man. <laughs> Liverpool, man. Do you know what's mad? Yeah, I, I was watching it. I was watching a game, um, and I didn't see no outrage with actually before that because that was like later on in the game. Yeah, I thought West Brom played well. Obviously, we knew what their plan was going to be. It's pretty obvious. Um, Sam even alluded it to in his pre-match interview. They knew they weren't going to have much of the ball. They were going to let them have it. And they defended really well, man. Got in a low block. Everyone was doing their jobs. They were concentra- concentration was high. They defended well. And yeah, it was funny because I think Dave Jones or someone was laughing at um, Robson Carnu because he hasn't obviously had a start in four years. Or he hasn't started in the Premier League in four years. Obviously, mm. they've gone like, up and down in that time. And he, he took the goal really well, man. Good, good yeah. touch to get in front of the, the defender and he started it well. well. Yeah, time has run well. Great finish, man. And um, they done well. And then, you know, Salah just does what Salah does, isn't it? But, you know, just... Mm. And that's, I think, good, like, good goal scorers, they take their shots like that, don't they? Like, they don't mm. give, they don't let them, uh, the goalkeeper set. They take their shots quick and they place them, in it? And it was a good finish by Salah. And then, um, in terms of, obviously, the decision, do you know what's mad? When I was watching it, I, f- I was just waiting for the whistle mm. because once I can't remember who took the corner for West Brom, it was Connor um, Gallagher. Gallagher, yeah. So Phillips is already pushing Allison, so I was waiting for the, the ref to blow anyway. So he was impeding Allison, and then whoever gets the flick on, once, once that's flicked on, he's already standing right in front of Allison. So he's he's already fouled Allison, and then he's already standing in front of him, literally blocking his view in was an offside a, was position. Was it an offside or a, or a foul though that was given in the end? No, I think I think it's it was a foul for, for the foul. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't on. He was onside. 
I can't remember who was playing him on. Bart- Bartley scored. Bartley came from. A- no, Bartley was on side. There's nothing yeah. wrong from the goal, but Phillips is standing in front of Allison. He's already fouled him, and then once the ball's in play, like it's the next phase, he's he's blocking Allison. So the, I don't see how the goal could stand anyway. I think I think it, I think it was a bit harsh, if I'm honest. But I, I, I understand. Like I said before, I came on. I understand why it was given as well. So I do think it was harsh, though. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. He's he's standing there. The keeper pushes him. If it's if yeah, it's too much, it's the other way around. Um, I thought they gave an offside because I I I switched off the commentary, so I can't I can't deal with with the commentators. But um, I thought they gave offside because I thought he was in the line of sight of the keeper, which is he what was, I, yeah. I know. Huh? He was. He was standing like literally right in front of him. Yeah, and my my thing was, it's one of those ones where you do wonder if it was the other way around or if it was one of the teams, you know, City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, whether that whether that decision is that decision. That's when I'm not I'm not going to begrudge the, the side, you know. I think but... I, I I think if it was even the other way around because of the fact we've got VAR now, they've got a chance to look at these things, and I think even if it was the other way around, they've got time to look at it and see that the person's blocking the goalkeeper. So, I think yeah, I mean the, go- the, the goal itself for me was completely legitimate. And yeah, I, yeah, the I, goal. I, I, that's question, legit. Yeah, a question. He is kind of in the light of sight of the goalkeeper, but I don't think the goalkeeper is going to get there anyway. So that's that was the only thing for me that was a bit questionable. But it's it's six of one, half a dozen of the that's other. It's that ruling now, doesn't it? That if the goalkeeper is being impeded, then it is. Yeah. All, that's why. That's why I can see yeah. why it was given. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, like, yeah. like, I, like is, literally, like I was like literally saying as I started, like when I started talking about it, like I was just waiting for the whistle because. He's literally impeding yeah. Alisson. So I was expecting a whistle at some point anyway. Mm. And obviously it led to a goal. But yeah, I'm not really that shocked about it, to be quite honest with you. Um, there's been worse decisions than that as well this oh, season, good. man. There's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been a lot worse. But um, yeah, they, they, you have to credit them, man, because they, they, they didn't play the best. But West Brom didn't allow them to play either. So... The way how West Brom stuck to their job, they made it mm. hard for Liverpool. But mm-hmm. I thought a couple. I thought Thiago was brilliant for Liverpool today. Yeah. Maybe he's growing into like how it is in the Premier League now. He's starting to understand it a bit, but he's got getting to grips with it. But I thought him. I thought Curtis Jones played well. I was a bit surprised when Klopp took him off and brought on Shakiri. But yeah, they got the result in the end. And listen, man, that was. That header was clean. <laughs> that header was clean, man. I was shocked. Yeah, man. Nah, done. The only thing, again, the, the only thing, 95 minutes, there was four minutes stoppage time in it. You know, do you know, with, do you know, with that, I think, I think the ball goes out for a corner, something like 93 minutes and 57 seconds or something like that. So I think if you give the corner, in all games, that that ball's gonna. If it goes into the box, the referee's always gonna allow it. If you play a short one, he probably blows up. So you can argue with that, that but yeah, it's not that like you know. A lot. Four no, I think, I think seven, with that, seven minutes, he scores, it's minimum, you know? isn't it? It's minimum of four minutes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it doesn't so. really matter. It could be a next two minutes. I can't remember. I can't remember if there was any subs in that time either. No, no. I was just but, saying. I was. I was bantering. I was bantering. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was no, a good. No, it was no. a good header. <laughs> And to be fair, I'm glad that he scored it as well because it yeah, obviously yeah. meant a lot to him. Yeah, like, you could see the emotion 
after the it's game. It's just funny. Well. It's funny because when he went up for it, yeah, I just I was actually literally thinking, why are you going up for it? Like, no, I knew he was going to score <laughs> when Carragher says something like, "Get this in." He said he says something. I can't remember what he says, but when he sees Allison going up and he says something, and I thought he's going to score that because yeah, no one marked sure. him as well. I don't think no one marked him. Yeah, it was a free header. That's yeah, why yeah. he so clean. He just jumped yeah, yeah. up and because no one, yeah. everyone before thought oh, the goalkeeper's not going to score this, but it happens, man. And, and, and he makes a good save as well. I think I think it's um, Robson Kanu is through on goal at some point. He makes so yeah, yeah. He, he did. I think Thiago played well, but I think again, I think people are forgetting the this guy played. He played Champions League final last year at minimum yeah, break. He's well close, I think yeah. he had. Did he have COVID this year as well? Yeah, he's been out injured. Possibly. Yeah. This is his first run of games. Yeah. This is Thiago. He's been one of the best midfielders yeah, in the world. Class man. He's world class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Class. That's 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 the thing. So um, it was good. To, I think, like I was saying before, it was good to see him play well. And you would just want to see the best players play top top football. But Liverpool were very average today. They had twenty six shots, but they were they were okay. And West Brom did. Mm, I, thought they, I, thought, I thought the right side was good. I think Salah was brilliant. Mm. Trent was brilliant. Nat Phillips was brilliant. Allison obviously was brilliant. Thiago. I think. They've just had a Liverpool season. This is Liverpool this season, what we expect from them. They're not mm. the Liverpool that we know. Marnie's been dreadful this season. Yeah, his chance that he missed as well. I mean? That yeah. just sums up his season, really. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's just Liverpool season this season. We haven't seen them do what they do. When they get their fans back next season and Anfield's back to what it should be, they've got Van Dijk back, they'll be back to normal. It's just, it's just the season that they've had. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree, and... Obviously, the decision he's made to sit out the Euros, focus on his rehab, so he's 100% ready for the man. season. Yeah. It's I think it's good for him. Years. Yeah. yeah, it's logical. And I think, obviously, me and Kieran have had these discussions about certain players as well. And I think they're the decisions you make. It's not it's not a club versus country thing, but it's just for your own good as Prolong a player. It prolongs mm-hmm. your career. And he'll be able to play for Holland probably for longer as well because of these kind of decisions. I know like, Dutch fans won't look at it like that, but he's come back from such a massive injury. You can't come from it back from an injury like that than go and play an international tournament. Imagine he gets like a re- a recur, like a, another injury yes. off the yeah. back of that yeah. as well. And then but, you got to remember Liverpool pays wages as well. And I know yeah. that's not all, all an end of it, but they've got a bigger investment in it than, than the country. So Yeah. And it's I thought like next season, it's World Cup next yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's actually true. You know what's mad? Because of how we are and we've been in lockdown and this is a rescheduled tournament, you actually forget that the World Cup was next year. Mm. Mad. But no, but no, fair, fair, fair play to him, I think. Unless Burnley do something midweek, Liverpool will probably finish in the Champions League. I know Palace did well today. I think they play. Is it Palace last day of the season? I think they play. And they did well yeah, today. Yeah. But they, they got Burnley and then Palace, I think. That could easily be like Five, six, seven. If Liverpool need a win and they're on it, and Palace last day of the I season, think... nothing to fight for. It, that could be, that could be. And is Leicester, Tottenham? I think two Chelsea got on the last day. Villa, Villa. I think it is. Aston Villa. Liverpool will finish in those places. I think so it's down to Chelsea or Leicester. It's literally a I think after Tuesday, um, we'll know. Yeah, after Tuesday, we'll know. It's me anyway. I, I think it's interesting because. You can't. I but for me, I can't predict any of these games. Even if like you expect Liverpool to beat Burnley, they, Burnley's already beaten them this season, and it's it's hard at Turf more as well. Yeah, but then at the same time, Villa, like with all these teams, they've kind of they haven't got anything to play for. But 
like they still they still turn they can still turn up on the day and get the result. So it's going to be tough, man. But live, live the way that they won that game, they're going to have momentum now. And yeah, yeah, they'll go on to do it now. Whoever doesn't win, if your if your game ends up being a draw or the team that loses, nah, one of us needs I to win. Either Leicester needs to win or Chelsea. Yeah. You can't. Whoever be doesn't, if it, if whoever doesn't win that game, is in trouble. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. Especially so, when they finished that game today, with that momentum, that confidence. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. But um, yeah, someone asked me before, um, yesterday, I think it was, they said if Chelsea obviously lost FA Cup, we don't win the Champions League, which I said last week that I, I think we're underdogs, we're not going to win that. Mm-hmm. And we don't get top four. Has it been a bad season? Or how would you review the season? And it's difficult because I think had Tuchel been in the, at the start, then I could judge him off that. But you can't really judge what he's done. In terms of the club, I think we've done really well to get from 10th to, uh, where are we now, 3rd, 4th, in the space that we have. We got to a final and a Champions League. No one's going to remember all of that, though, if we don't win any of them and we don't get top four. So I was going to say, I think it's a bit similar to, because Avram Grant didn't start that season, did he? No, he never. But his first game, no. he got battered by United. Yeah, he didn't start that season. Yeah. He ended up getting sacked, didn't he, at the end of that season. I think mm. it's a mad one because he's improved, obviously, the, the league standing. He's got you into the top four and obviously got you into two finals. But I think if you end up trophyless, it puts a lot of pressure on him. I don't, going into next I don't season. think it does. Oh, going into next season, but not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a clean I think, slate. I, don't... I think it's a clean slate, so I, I, I wouldn't even worry about that much. Too much. I'd be pissed off that we got to two finals and we were in the top four at one point, whether it be mm. the last couple of weeks, months, whatever, and we didn't come out, come away with anything. I'd be pissed off at that, but I wouldn't blame that on. Um, no, no, Tuchel. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, we know what Roman's about in in these situations, and he's got precedent for it already, and I yeah. don't think he will take it kindly losing two finals. Regardless of when the manager came yeah, in, so you know, I, I, you know, I don't. I'm not saying that he's going to get sacked this season. No, no, you're saying, saying that if he if he lost pressures Bruce, on, it puts maximum pressure on him going into next season. If he starts the season with a bad yeah, run, I think he'll can't be gone. Have a bad run at all. No, that's but that that's with any manager. I think really. no, but I think you're looking at it as a fan and thinking of what. No, you're I'm not. Happy. Do you know why I can say what I'm saying? Because he didn't want to take the job in the first place mid-season for this reason. Mm. so he, his whole thing was he wanted to start the season next season but Abramovich said we need you now because we're fucked so he didn't want to take the job anyway so no, I don't but, think he can I hear what you're saying around having a, a bad start but I don't see that happening because of the way that we've played under him so far the amount of clean yeah. sheets we've kept as well so I don't think we're going to have a, a bad well I hope we don't no, have no, a bad start to the season no I didn't say he's going to have a bad start I'm just saying it put it will put like a lot of pressure on him because that's with any manager every, every, no but like everything Everything's hypotheticals. So when he took the job, I don't think he pr- he probably didn't know he's going to get to the Champions League final and get to the FA Cup final. So now that you have, if he doesn't win both of them, it hundred percent puts pressure on him going into next season. Mm-hmm. Even if he wasn't to expected to do, because it's like it's like if anything else, like you can come in and as soon as you raise the bar, you're mm-hmm. judged by that straight away, and that's what he's done. So mm-hmm. if he then but... doesn't go on to win one of these or doesn't win either of them. 
well, not either, because obviously less that's already happened. But I, yeah, I think that puts maximum pressure on him if he doesn't win it. We'll have to see, man. But yeah, we'll, we'll have to see see what happens on the 29th. Because say, say for example, smoked again. No, but say for example, if you say if you, if you ended up fifth and you don't win the Champions League, do you you don't think that puts pressure on him? On who, Tuchel? Yeah. Yes and no. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes and no, because were we expected to get in the Champions League final? No. We had a really I good know, run but... in the... In the what, yeah, but we had a good run in the FA Cup. So yeah, we got there. We should win that because it's out of the two cups, it's definitely the one that you can think, right? We might might win the Champions League, but we should be winning the FA Cup. Mm. We should be winning that. So that, yeah, the top four thing, I can't really... Like, we were ten, I keep saying this, we were 10th in December. We went on a good run of games. We shouldn't have even been in that conversation. The only reason we're in there is because other teams have fell out and we've, on a, we've gone on a good run. The top four has been propped up by Everton, West Ham and, and them other teams around it for the whole season, really, from December. So I, can't, I don't think we can judge him off that. For me, he just needs to get that. If we don't win anything this season, he's got to have a really, really good start to the season next season and we've got to do something and we've got to get a trophy. So to answer that question, yeah, that's what that's I what I meant. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. But I don't. I don't think if we don't get any of that this season, the the fingers pointed at him. No, I didn't me. say that. I, I just feel. I just feel as though, with the way Roman has been with managers in his tenure at the club, I just feel like if you don't win anything, I feel like there will be a lot of pressure on him going into the start of the season. And I... if there's not a good start to the season. I do. I could see let me, like, let me ask you a question. If you don't win against Villarreal, which you should, so you got in the final then at Villarreal, you don't win that, but you still get your top four, would you say that's a good season? No. Okay. No, so that, that's yeah. not a good season. Yeah. Because you have to remember, you see with us, we started the season in the Champions League. So mm. we shouldn't be in the Europa League final. Yeah, really. yeah, even, yeah. No, so, no, no, it's not it's not even banned. Yeah. It's think, not banned. It's not it, it, no, no, no. Like yeah. it's, it's such a drop of standards that people judge it as a good season just for finishing second and not winning that trophy. But and, and you're playing I wouldn't Villarreal consider that. as well. Yeah, like, I wouldn't me per, I wouldn't consider that a good season. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think true. I think with um I think with with Chelsea because I think the original question was does it count as a bad season? You have to say yes, really. If you finish fifth and no trophy because you finish what was it last season fourth and an FA mm-hmm. Cup final? Mm. Yeah, and you spent it doesn't. You could have spent ten million. You could have spent two hundred million. The, the the difference is you improve your squad and to then finish lower and win no trophies. It, for me, it's a it's a that, that's it's, it's a bad season. I'm not blaming two. It's a good job we're wrapping up soon. So I was going to talk money and how much you spent. No, no, that's what I mean. Got... You know, you know my feelings on United, <laughs> on Arsenal, all of these teams. No, no one can really say anything uh, for United. It, it, it's been again seventy. It's only four points more than last season, so it, it's not mm. been a great season at all. Mm. Um, but I think when you, when you just look at it in, t- in terms of good and bad, two cal are rate, and I think next season get a decent striker. Chelsea won't have any issues, maybe even challenging for the league. But if 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 you and I think City will win the league, I think Leicester will drop out of the top four. So I'll say Chelsea will end up having an okay season. But I, I don't I disagree with Jesse in that I don't think the pressure will be on too much because I feel like there wasn't an ex, an, an expectation that it was kind of a free hit for Tuchel. Just don't embarrass the club, basically. 
And then next season is well, I think what Jesse's saying is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if we don't win the Champions League and we haven't won the FA Cup, that is embarrassing the club because we got to the final. Is that what you're saying? No, no I didn't say embarrassing the club. I, I said that if he doesn't win, obviously, if you don't win the Champions League and you, if you fall out the top four, I'm saying that it puts pressure on him going into next season. I'm not saying that he's going to get the sack. I'm just no, saying no one's that saying that. He wouldn't get sacked anyway. It will, yeah. it will put massive amounts of pressure on him because to lose two finals would put pressure yeah, on any manager. I, I think what I'm trying to say though is he wasn't like we weren't. We even if you suspected or not, oh, even okay, if you should cool. be there or not, it won't show in a final. That's what even with Man United, we shouldn't be there. We shouldn't be in the Europa League. Yeah. yeah, but you are. In, now, and, and, but here and, we and are. It's, it's totally different for United, though. But yeah, I hear yeah, what you're saying. I don't, no, but yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, like it's it's totally different. But finals are final, and once you're there, if you're not win, if you don't win it, you're judged on it. And it was the same as Jose. I think when Jose didn't win the FA Cup final against uh, you lot, second was good, but it put pressure on him. And leading into, we had a bad summer, bad vibe, or whatever the reasons were, and he the pressure was on him right from the start of the season. So, I'm just going to say my, my last point. I, I I don't really think it's comparable because I think when Tuchel takes the job, obviously, and you know this anyway from, and it's not like FM, but you, you have certain um, objectives and in each competition. And I think minim, maybe the minimum was getting to the Champions League semi-final. So I think actually getting to the final, ironically, work in his favour. Because I don't think, when did he take over? Was it February? Was It, it was the round of well, 16, was... right? Yeah, in the terms of the Champions League, yeah, but yeah. no. So I I don't think that his minimum objective was to win the Champions League or get into the final. So actually, I feel like, and the same with the FA Cup, it might have been to get to the final or something. They'll be disappointed he didn't do it with Leicester, but I I I don't. I think he's just going to be under the same pressure as if he would have started in July as if he started in February. I don't think it really makes much difference, but personally. So I do kind of I hear what you're saying, Jesse, in terms of the Romans' history, but I hear what Theo's saying, and that I think it's just a clean slate. Someone, if he goes on a bad run, like any Chelsea manager doesn't win for six, seven he gets games. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's, that's what that's what that's all I meant. I think yeah. he's done a good job. I wouldn't sack him if it was if I was a chairman. I wouldn't sack a manager that got to two finals and got the team from tenth into the top four. I'm just saying what Roman's done and what he's done historically Previous. would put pressure on him. Going into next season, because it's not it's not too different to what Avram Grant did, and I think Avram Grant even still finished second and still got sacked. So you know what we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to revisit this, but um, we'll see in it. Big big game for Chelsea, you know. See if they can pick themselves up after after you know the FA Cup. They look kind of distraught at the end. But obviously, we'll, we'll be back in in a week's time to talk about it. Last day of the season. Little bit of little bit of banter before the the, the European finals. Um but yeah, obviously for everyone that's tuned in, thank you for um for following. Obviously, all the the, the um handles at the bottom, but you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, as you can see at the PTTW podcast. Um and obviously please check our channel for lots of content, lots of interviews, and we'll be back soon. So thanks very much. <laughs>